Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we have another guest. The boys are away. We got happy birthday, Nick. It's his birthday today. He is in Colorado skiing, hopefully not breaking his bones. The other two guys are busy right now, so I put up a little bit of the bad signal, trying to get this guy on the podcast for a while. He also runs his own podcast, also Chicago-based, went to high school with them. Uh, so with me today is my special guest host, Jack Basong. Did I say that? Did I say your last name right? Yeah, you you said it right, Joe. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, I was I was working on it because I I haven't talked to you in a while, like in person. So it's and then normally when I talk to you or have seen you, we just normally call you Jack. So I just yeah. didn't know how to say your last name. Yeah, just go ahead and call me Jack. That works good with me. Yeah, that's good. Um, so Jack hosts the... Uh, you actually just uh, went through a little branding change. You have a new name for the podcast. What's the new name again? Yeah, so the uh, the new name is the Lot of Laughs, Lot of Smiles, Lot of High Fives podcast, which it's, it's kind of a joke that I used to use when I was in college. You may have seen it around some people's Instagram captions. Uh, Jill just put it, Lot of Laughs, Lot of High Fives, Lot of Smiles, because just kind of being an out there thing and you know the jack basong show i'm clearly not a big enough name or even close to a big enough name to be able to have a show with my name to you know to bring people into it so it was kind of a placeholder until i thought of something good so yeah that's uh that's the one of the shows and that's just kind of my show and recently started pairing up with uh cam parker kyle anderson and steven prosner to do the the big sweaty podcast which comes out every <laughs> friday so we started started a blog website uh probably about a month ago um yeah it's just kind of a content website it's a blast doing it with those guys so just growing but yeah if you're interested check out the site yeah so it's 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 this is a really cool experience for me because we're doing almost the exact same thing so it seemed like it was almost inevitable that me and you would like eventually talk and like I actually do a podcast because I know me and you have been talking about, you know, you coming on me, my, possibly coming on you is just like working on podcast stuff for a while. So it's really good to have you on. Um, thank you. Uh, it's snowing out there. We did want them in studio, but the Chicago weather, um, ironically enough, it was Groundhog's Day. That little son of a gun said that winter's almost done and then like 12 inches of snow. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, not yeah, not just 12 inches of snow, but it's going to get to like negative five degrees this weekend. So that's that's really cool. Yeah, that's good old Chicago for you. Um, so let's start off with, so you have a lot of laughs, a lot of high fives, a lot of smiles, um, which originally was the Jack Song show. So it's still the same show, just new branding. Um, so how what got you into like podcasting? What, what made you want to have your own show? Yeah, so it kind of started with quarantine. You know, I was just really bored, and I always saw all these, like, social media, like, meme accounts and, you know, creating brackets, more focused on, like, football, and I'm like, you know what, I'm bored, I'm going to start my own one of those, and and then I'm kind of like, eh, you know what, maybe I'm just going to do, like, a bracket, you know, so I started off doing, like, a bracket of just people, na- celebrities named Josh, and then did a bracket of, you know, comedy movies, a 64 movie comedy bracket, and then I'm like, you know what? this would be a good time to try a podcast, you know, all I love football and, you know, I've I've had like a bears blog kind of going on for the last, since about 2018. So like, you know what, let's give it a shot. So had a couple of my buddies on my buddies, especially ones that are a little bit unique. I have one who's really into conspiracy theories and he explained to me like his top five conspiracy theories, you know, went through like Epstein, stuff like that. Uh, 
did another one with a buddy who we just called it like the top 10 good vibe situations mm-hmm. you know just bring a little positivity so just started having my buddies on um and then kind of was like hey you know what? this is a lot of fun to do and a lot of people you know make some money off of it i'm not at that point but i figured yeah maybe we'll just put a little bit more effort in and started reaching out to some celebrities when i say like small time celebrities like bernard barry and he was on my show. He's a former Bears wide receiver when they went to the Super Bowl, if you never heard of him, which was really, really cool to get an NFL insider perspective. Um, had, like, the star of a reality TV show, even though the show aired, like, nine years ago. It um, it was still really cool to just ask him, like, hey, what was going on here? What was going on here? And, and then having, like, a Bears insider. And, and honestly, I just I just love doing it. It's so much fun. And I think sometimes people are like, why oh, you start a podcast? And they might kind of laugh a little bit. And then anytime you have someone on, like, well, dude, this is actually a blast. And I'm sure you probably think the same way. I mean, cause you guys, what, do you, what episode are you guys on? We are on, oof. I don't know when this is going to necessarily air. I think this one is going to come out before the one I did yesterday. So this is like uh, maybe 72, 70-something. I'm not 100% sure. Right, yeah. And I'm I'm just saying the more thing is you just do a few of them. You're like, God, this is a, this is a blast. Even if – and you don't even – it gets to a point where, yeah, I mean, it's nice to have a lot of people listening. But even if you don't, it's like, hey, if you're having fun, who cares, right? Yeah, uh, my big thing is how we start. I know you you were saying that you were interested to see how we got our start. Yeah. Um, so I I got into podcasts um, after college. So my first year outside of college, I started commuting. I still lived in Palatine. I still lived with my parents, so I had to take the train down to the loop every day. And I was, like, getting real bored. And so one of my buddies, uh, Tom, was like, hey, you should check out podcasts. I think you would really like podcasts. And I was like, yeah, I'll check out some podcasts. And I just like fell in love with it. But there was one thing that I noticed that was missing is like every podcast I listen to is just um, it's just like famous people or people that are doing really well. And those are like the biggest podcasts. And I think those are like the biggest jokes because they're the type of people that will be like money doesn't matter. You know, success, you know, you just got to work. And it's like that's a really easy thing to say when you're super successful and you're super wealthy. And so it's like I wanted to come on and have like my own podcast where it's just like average dudes talk about what everyone's talking about in their basement or like at a bar, which seems like a a, like so long ago that we could actually watch a game at a bar. But I just wanted I wanted like finally someone like normal to just have a podcast and see if we could do something with it and take the conversations that we were having. And I think people would like to hear them. So that's why I started it. Yeah, that's 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 an awesome thing to do because, like, if you're listening to this and you're even thinking about it, you can even, I mean you can try it out for free. That's what's so great about it. It's mm-hmm. like the cheapest business in the world, and not even if. You, but yeah, all you really need is just like a computer or a phone, and you can just post it to any app, and it's a blast. Yeah, when so we we've come a long way when it so when I first started my first podcast, how about that podcast that was like three years ago, and my co-host like wasn't really into it. So he decided to fall off and like I kept it going by myself. I was getting a good amount of views and listens and I was like, I didn't really, it wasn't like as fun to do it by myself. And so one day my co-host Eric Beer, um, we were just like at our buddy's house and he was like, I want to come on the podcast. Like I was never able to come on the podcast. We got to bring it up or like we got to bring it back up and I'll be a guest. And I was like, well, why don't we just start our own? Like I've had a idea to come up with one It's called Beer League, which I thought it was funny that his last name is Beer. 
and I was like, let's, uh, you know, let's, how about you come over? We'll do a test run, see how it goes. He came over and it was just so organic. It was, it was so much fun. Um, it was like, just like when I started it the first time around and then, uh, so we just started it like that and we were on my ping pong table in my house and we were just like talking at a computer and like now that, you know, I have my own studio, we have the lights, we have the cameras, we have the mics and stuff. It's pretty crazy. And then we got, um, Johnny on to be our, to just be like a third host or a producer, like a young Jamie that like puts something up on the screen when we're talking about it. And then our producer, Nick, how he came about is I'm friends with him. And he was always saying, he was like a beer situation where he was like, I've always wanted to be on the podcast, but then you stopped doing it. So he's like, now that it's brought back up, you got to have me on. And he was on, he was like, do you mind if I work on like editing this? Cause he edits music and stuff. He's like, I like to try my hand at this. He did such a good job. And then he became part of the team. So that's how we all, f- you know, came together. And we're not like, we weren't like the closest friends or anything. And it's kind of crazy that we're doing this, but I, I, I like that we're not the closest friends because we actually have like different op- different opinions and I didn't know them since I was like 10 years old so it's kind of cool. Yeah. No that that's and I love the, how you said you did your show it just alone at first and then you did it with like, like a buddy and you're like god this is so fun doing with someone else yeah. cuz I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing the exact same thing when me just kind of hosting people on my own it was like yeah you know it's fun to do but then when you do it with some buddies who all have the same mindset like dude this is awesome let's just talk about random shit it's uh it, I, I think it's a lot more fun as if you have a, a buddy or a couple buddies doing it with you even, yeah even if you're they weren't like your your longtime best friends yeah i yeah i'm not in it for any money i'm i'm just in it uh i mean i spent a full year on just you know focusing st- solely on the podcast and the product itself and i think that that's why i've like started the marketing more posting more videos now we're doing the cameras and stuff and post more on instagram it's I I'm finally like more comfortable with the product that we're putting out that I think that we can get more ears on it. I think that we got a good product. I've listened to your stuff. I think it's really good too. I uh, I haven't been to the website. I haven't read too much of the blogs, but I I definitely am excited to look into that. Um, but yeah. So let's get into let's get into some topics. So the first topic that I wanted to talk about with you is obviously the Bears. We're both big Bears fans. We both host podcasts that we talk a good amount about the Bears. Um. So let's start off with what, let's let's do a recap of the season from your perspective. So what did you think about the Bears this year? Okay. Well, the first thing I think this came into my head when you reached out to me, the Bears were five and one, and I was uh, first off doing a show with us, and I was really really excited about the Bears. I'm like, yeah, let's talk. We're going to the Super Bowl. And then they lost six games in a row. So I don't know. I think this year was just such a, a huge disappointment. Um, yeah, sure, you could say, all right, they made the playoffs. But they went 8-9. and nine. They got in because of a technicality. And honestly, I'm in, t- say we should go into total rebuild mode, or rebuild mode. I know that's kind of a bummer thing to say, but the fact that I think we should trade all the assets we have, you know, just because, I don't know if you've looked at our schedule, we play the AFC North, so we got to play the Steelers, Browns, and Ravens. We play the NFC West, so we got to play the 49ers, Cardinals, Seahawks, Rams all next year. And then we also got to play the Buccaneers, and we got to play the Giants, who weren't that terrible of a team. So our schedule couldn't be looking worse. Uh, the defense defense is just age. It's just kind of how it goes. Uh, we don't have a quarterback, uh, and honestly, I think if we don't rebuild, if we if we like if we traded the whole franchise for Watson, we may who knows we would get Watson, and then we'd have no team around him, which kind of just proved this year 
with Watson in, in Houston that just because you have Watson doesn't mean you're going to be a playoff team. So mm-hmm. I am, I'm not very optimistic about the Bears. I I don't want them to trade the franchise. I think we should rebuild. But um, what, what do you think, Joe? So I, I've talked about a lot about this. Um, I, I do want Deshaun Watson. It's just I don't like what we have to give up to get him. I've talked about this a lot when people said, like, what if we could trade off and get Trevor Lawrence? Having the name and the player doesn't bother me because obviously I would like a really good player on the team. But it's just what we have to give up always annoys me because we just got done with this with the Cleo Mac. Like this is our first first round pick in a while. And it's awesome. We talk about it on here a lot where it's this is the first year, like, yeah, we have the twentieth pick. It's not a very good pick, but it's so nice to not be like, Hey, who do you think we should take with the sixty fourth overall? It's like, no, we're finally in the in the first round again. So I don't I hate that we would just have to give up the next three years of first round picks probably. And it's just it's just terrible. I, I know we need a quarterback, but I think there's other options out there without ruining the team or maybe uh, the go for broke. Because let's be honest, if we go for Deshaun Watson, we get Deshaun Watson, we'd have to give up a lot for him. And that puts us completely in win now mode because we wouldn't have first round picks for, let's say, three, four years. So we would have to do something with that. And so if we went eight and eight or, you know, uh, make the playoffs, get out in the first round that's that's not what I want. That's not what I want to see. Right. And, and I, I love that you brought up the Khalil Mack trade because I, I've been, at first I was in love with it and everybody kind of was like, oh, we get Khalil Mack. And then you look at him long term, like, was it the right call? I don't know. I mean, we have, didn't win a playoff game even though we should have won one. But I think anytime anyone hears that a player is like a stud, everyone's just going to jump to the idea that it's, Oh, we oh, it was such a good trade. So like, yeah, I think if we got Watson, everyone'd be excited, and then but we wouldn't be able to be good for like four years. And I think there's four years left on Watson's extension. And uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think we should be trading for any big players right now. I think there's just different options out there. Like I personally would like um, Sam Darnold. I know that since Watson's looking at the Jets, that is probably off the table because uh, Sam Darnold would have to be involved in that trade. But with when it came to the Khalil Mack, I, I'm fine with that trade. I think that's good. It's just um, I like that we became monsters of the midway again. Like I love that our defense was just you know hungry, hungry monsters, bears out there just hitting people. Like dude, his first season, I remember his first game when he had oh my god, it was nuts. So many sacks. He is put down in uh, production, but he he's always just like a really good player. He lets other people shine because he's on the line. That he's always got to be double teamed. Or they got to take them like really wide outside, where someone could either like just move in up the middle or something, which I do like. But we need we we're we're Bears fans, so we know this. We've never had a dynamic uh, offense. We've never really had that, and that's what we need. Is we can do that because in our last two playoff losses, our defense played incredible. The fact that we held the Saints to only seven points uh, originally is insane. Like, I love that. I thought that was nuts. Um, it's just, it's it's terrible when we're in these games and we score one touchdown in a playoff game. And I know we scored two in this last one, but let's be honest, that's garbage time. It's just, mm-hmm. it's terrible. And it's hard to watch. No, I, I, I totally agree. And, and also, I think what we learned, even with the NFL today, is remember the expression when they used to say, oh, good defense beats good, beats good. 
good offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just not the case anymore. So no matter how good your defense is, if you're going up against Patrick Mahomes, a good day is holding Patrick Mahomes to 24 points. And how many times did the Bears score more than 24 points this year? Twice? Or I guess they did three times in a row when they scored 30 against the Texans, Jaguars, and Vikings for like the fir- or for like the first time in franchise history. But it's just, I mean, you were just, we're not going to win a Super Bowl with... I mean, we could. I mean, I guess Denver did it in 2015, which doesn't feel like that long ago. I guess it was five seasons ago. But, yeah, I mean, we're just not going to be a stud team until we have a dynamic offense. And we're not going to be that team next year, no matter who we get a quarterback. Who Who do you want? Who do you want under center next year? If you, if you had your pick of the litter, you could do all the trades. You're the GM. You're, uh, you're uh, Pence right now, or Pace, whatever. Um, well, who do you want? In terms of so I'm so in terms of like if I could have anyone or like any, in terms of what any we'd have quarter, to give up and stuff. Yeah, so it's like if you want to Sean Watson, you would have to give up those those first round picks. But who would you want ideally? I want Mac Jones. I think we could get Mac Jones maybe at twenty. I think what do we have the twentieth pick, twenty first pick? We have the twentieth. Yeah, if we could get Mac Jones. I think that would start a rebuild. I just, I'm really hesitant to give too much up. Or actually, the other guy, no. The other guy, if we could get Ryan Fitzpatrick, I would take Ryan Fitzpatrick. Because I think the Bears would be competitive if they had Ryan Fitzpatrick, a guy who's been in the league a long time, gets a lot of respect. So I'd say Ryan Fitzpatrick. If we don't get Fitzpatrick, I'd say see if we could get Mac Jones at 21. Yeah, I would... Um, I, I, I like Mac Jones. He's fine. Uh, he's definitely not the best in the draft for quarterback. Um, I think he would do good. I don't even know if he's a first-round quarterback, though. I don't know. He might slip into the second. Well, I've played around on the pro football focus mock draft thing, and he seems to be going right around there. Um, who knows how accurate that is? Do you, you know what pro football focus is? PFF? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Chris Collins were those. I've gotten lost in that a few times because I get bored sometimes. But um, I don't know. I think he, I think he would be. I just don't want him to give too much up this year for like a I'm trying to think like a Derek Carr. Like if we if we give up two first round picks for a Derek Carr, I would be I would not be happy with that at all. And I saw an article this week that predicted that. And honestly, I, I, I don't know. What would your thoughts be if we traded two first round picks for Derek Carr? Um, I wouldn't be too happy about that because I would prefer Mariota over him. I would prefer Sam Darnold. I'd prefer um, not Garoppolo. I don't really want Garoppolo. Um, I don't know, man. It, it's just so hard out there. Like I would like Carson Wentz over him. I don't know. It just it, see this is this is where the Bears season put me though. They put me in the position that I'm talking to you right now where I'm so down in the dumps and it's like I'm grasping at straws when I talk about this because our offense is so bad that it's like I'm literally like, I'll take him. Like, he's better than what we got now. And it's like, yeah, but he's not that good. And you're like, yeah, I know, but our two guys are terrible. So it's hard. Right. Right. You know, yeah, when you're getting excited saying, hey, I would take Marcus Mariota, that's when you know, like, hey, the bar for Chicago quarterbacks, very, very low when Marcus Mariota gets you excited. Yeah. It's I'm not going to lie. I saw Nathan Peterman sign an extension with the Raiders, and there's a part of me thinking, like, not saying he, would, he was going to be our guy, but it would be – but in my head, and like, he could have the best, like, comeback story ever if he had put up, like, an MVP season this season. 
Um, I don't know. Probably not going to happen, but I was a little bummed. Like, God, I would, you know, if the Bears signed him, all worst thing that you can happen is you cut him. But, yeah, that's like I said, that's when you know the bar is low, when I'm, like, pissed that Nathan Peterman isn't going to be a Bear next year. Yeah. It's just there's – it just anyone makes me happier than what we have now. I mean, Nick Foles, when we had him, or when we first traded for him, I was pissed. I was livid. I thought it was such a dumb thing. We knew that we had line troubles. He is strictly a pocket passer, and it's just, it's just, it, he was so much the opposite of Mitch Trubisky that that's why I didn't understand it. It was just like, right. dude, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and also, I mean, the offensive line in 2019 did not play well. If you were going to trade for Foles, which we did in March or April or whatever the hell it was, you need to know, hey, we need to get some linemen. If we just gave up a fourth-round pick for this quarterback, we need to get a good lineman, not two linemen in the seventh round. Mm-hmm. We need to pick one in the second round, the third round, or something, where at least we have a little bit more depth, or else this guy who is – just it's like a cactus out there. He can't even move. Yeah, dude, it's um, hard to watch. It's yeah. hard to watch, man. He gets like the slightest pressure, and it's just oh, okay. It's just going down. And he's just yeah. okay. It's not going to work. No, exactly. And I mean, I'm not saying Mitch is the greatest quarterback of all time, but at least he can avoid a sack sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, some, I think sometimes when he avoids a sack, he throws the worst interception ever. So sometimes you just wish he got sacked, but. For the most part, I'll take a quarterback who can avoid a sack versus one who can't. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, so let's uh, before we get off the Bears, let's do what is your record prediction for next season? Uh, I'm gonna sound like a downer here. It dep- and it's it's tough because we don't know what their moves are gonna be. I think five mm-hmm. and eleven. I think five and eleven actually is it's gonna happen. I think. I don't think Nagy's going to make it through the full season. I think we could see Pace not make it through the full season. That's me being a downer, and by God, I hope, hope, hope I'm wrong. But I don't want to be wrong by that much. Like, if we go 7-9, to nine, it's like, cool. Just I would have rather went 5-11, and 11, you know? Yeah. That was kind of like the worst part is we snuck into the, the playoffs. Clearly, we were not playing our best ball, and it just ruins our draft pick. It just ruins it. And you're like, come on, we're not going to win this game. But, I, I mean, every week I talk myself into it. I'm like, the Bears are the greatest team ever. They're going to win, and then they go out. And it takes like it takes like a quarter, and then I'll be like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what was just so frustrating about that Saints game was we were in the game the entire game, yet it, it almost felt like there's no way they win this game because it felt like they, they're going to have to score two touchdowns to win this game, and there's no way this offense can do that, you know? Yeah, it's terrible. It's just every time the game gets close and we give up the lead and it's just like, it's over. We're not going to come back. It's like, it's over. It's done. Throw in the towel. There was two times this year where I stopped watching the game in the third quarter. Yeah. Where I was just like, I'm done with this. Yeah. I think I was in Colorado and I I called it hot tub time at the end of the end of the third. Once you punt down three scores in the fourth quarter, why even play the rest of the game? Mm -hmm. Just, just call it, call it a slaughter rule. If a team punts down three scores, call it slaughter. There's no reason for anyone to risk getting hurt. It's, It's just so dumb to me. Whatever. That's my rant. My bad. No, that's good. Um, so a question is just about you a little bit. Um, what like, what are your other hobbies besides podcasting and stuff? Do you play sports? Do you like collecting anything? Um, so so I, I work out a good amount. 
Um, it just kind of keeps me sane, especially when I just work for my apartment. I'm just in my apartment the whole day. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people in their 20s like to drink a little bit. It's always fun to do that. I like to play a lot of like kind of weird sports. Like you ever played paddle tennis before? Uh, I've, I have. Yeah. Yeah. So I play that. I try to play more often than like once a month, but to try to play that, I'll play basketball. I won't, haven't played too much with COVID cause they try to make you wear a mask when you play. And that's just really annoying. Mm-hmm. But, but I play a little ball. Um, like, you know, like I said, I was doing, did a little podcasting and yeah, I don't know. And really just kind of watching sports are the first things that come to mind. Yeah. And I, I guess, uh, how about, I know we, uh, we played a little poke online poker together, uh, back at like the start of quarantine on Donk House. Oh yeah. Those guys were fiends, man. They were playing uh, every night. Yeah. It was, it was, if you log on at 7 PM on a Tuesday, people are playing till 4 35 AM. Some losing their whole money, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, I kind of kind of miss those days. But at the same time, you had some really sad nights and some really excited nights. Yeah, it was just always hard because that uh, it was just being a little boring, and then it would just be like honestly, like Nick would just steal everyone's money. I, at the end of my whole time doing that, I went up eleven dollars. Out of my whole time playing with the or you guys, I went up eleven dollars. That was it. And then I was like, yeah. ah, I'm just kind of done with this. Um. A little bit about me. Uh, one of my big hobbies is uh, my favorite sports: golf. Love golfing. Golfed all the time. Um, what's, and your, what's your handicap? I'm a six point nine. Okay, I'm a twenty two point seven. So you got me by a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. It's okay. At least you play. Um, and then my other big passion besides podcasting is um, I collect shoes. I'm a little bit of a sneakerhead. Um, so if you'll see any of our videos, you'll see my uh, collection in the background because I have nowhere else to put it, and the girlfriend won't let me put it in the bedroom. So I, I got them out here. That's, that's awesome, though. Yeah, I like them. I wear them all. There's not. I'm looking at it now. I think there's two shoes that I haven't worn. One shoe is so I got a custom Louis Vuitton Jordan One, and it was the dumbest purchase I've ever made. So in my head, when I bought it. I was like talking to this guy. I actually had him on the pod, uh, podcast. Shout out Zayway. Um, like from the images, I was like, dude, this is going to be really cool. I'm going to wear it all the time. And then I got the shoe in person. I was like, I'm never going to wear this. This is <laughs> like, I'm never going to wear this. I have no my idea. Roommate, yeah. My roommate, do you, do you know Ben Zerfus? Yeah. Went to, uh, he went to Fram with us. Yeah, he, he he's an with, Iowa guy. Yeah. And he's a huge sneakerhead. Uh, so he, he's, he has like a couple, he has like a, a shoe stack in our common area mm-hmm. uh, right outside the front door, a shoe stack right outside our bedrooms. And to me, like all shoes are the same to me. Like, I feel like I don't have that part of the brain, but Hey, it's, it's cool to see people that find something that they're interested yeah. in. You, know? you, uh, you visited him in Iowa. That's when I met you in Iowa. Oh, oh um, well, yeah, when we were in college. I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> Long time ago. Um, uh, that's a that, that's a small world. I didn't know that he's into that. That's good for him. It's a it's a yeah. dangerous hobby though. It's just too much money. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so we'll head over to timeout. Um, so my first one on the list is, uh, are you on this new wave that shanties are really hot right now, like pirate shanties? Irish shanties. <laughs> like pirate shanties. Like, what do you do with a drunken sailor? Oh god, I feel pop culture illiterate here. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, for well, for some reason, like songs that you would sing on like pirate ships, 
are just like making a big comeback and people are loving pirate shanties now and but i'm all for it i okay. love it i started shanty shower so every time i shower now i'm just blasting uh shanties and i'm just like pretending that like i'm like mopping the deck or some or like swinging from sails i'm telling you get on shanties it's a okay. it's a, you know, it's a yeah, hot I don't know thing anything about what you were saying before but now that you explained it, I am 100% on board. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm, I just, I'm going to bring it up like right as I get out of this meeting, just start putting on pirate songs. And maybe they know, maybe they don't know, but hopefully they'll get on board more importantly. First, uh, first song you should listen to is A Drop of Nelson's Blood. It's a banger. You're going to love it. Okay. Let me, hold on, let me add this to my Spotify playlist. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to like it. So Shanties uh, are real hot right now. Um, all right, drop in Nathan's Blood. Yeah, Drop in Nathan's Blood. It's awesome. Um, what else did I have for us? Oh, another big thing is NCAA football is officially making a comeback. It is not yes. called NCAA football. It's called college football. But I'm really pumped about that. I don't really like the Madden games, um, but I always loved uh, the NCAA games. Loved them. Yeah. Dude, I love everything about that take you said. Because like, I, I am so excited about the game coming back. I got big into Madden because it was the only video game and I was in college and we had like a full league, but it still wasn't as good as the college football game because the players don't move as fast, you know, like they don't cut, you know what I'm talking about in a Madden game? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it's like the, the slowest juke in the world. Um, and also like the dynasty feature. So I've actually been playing NCAA 12 on my PS3. That's like 55 years old. It feels like, yeah. Uh, just doing a dynasty mode. Cause I'm, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't really like any modern video games as much, but dude, so psyched for that. Did you did you play football in high school at all? No, I I was on the golf team. Right, that makes sense. Because when you were a senior and I was a junior, I think I made our friend like varsity team because it they had a thing called like team builder. So I put together like our whole entire like roster. I'm like, oh, you know, just me being like a, a 16 year old kid, just mm-hmm. kind of bored. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was kind of fun. That is awesome. That is something that I don't have the patience to do, but if someone else did, I'd be like, that's really cool. Yeah. That, that, that's that's a very very fair point but no really excited for it and honestly i just love like the dynasty mode leading a team it's so much better than Madden. you're totally right on that dude it, it was the best part about the whole thing is when you were in like the menu it would just be your like dorm room and that was the best oh yeah campus legend yeah nothing is better than that oh that would uh, dude i'm you're bringing back some old memories for me oh yeah <laughs> dude i'm telling you i everyone is like that played this game when they were younger everyone is excited about this game coming back yeah yeah i don't know if you ever listen to i don't know if you follow barstool or pardon my take but big cat would say he can't remember anything that was so universally loved in like the history of the internet than ncaa football coming back dude what's not to love about it it's it's such right. a fun game and it, everyone everyone that liked that game always said that it was better than madden yeah, totally. And I mean, I liked Madden. I had like a ball playing Madden. I was in a Madden league for a few years, but that, but I would take NCAA football ten times out of ten. You know. Mm. Yeah, dude, it, it's it's hands down, just so much better. There's just some about like college sports. It's because you know they're not getting paid, so they're like it's basically like one big trial. Like if I play good, my life's gonna change. And I always loved that. Just oh, it's so sick. 
Yeah, I, I'm with you there. What, what's your team? What's your college team? Uh, my favorite college team is Notre Dame. Um, just like a big family thing. And then my number two is Iowa since I went there. Okay, that works out. Yeah, how about you? I am, so my Illinois, so I went to Illinois for anyone that doesn't know me. Um, so my, my Illinois friends hate me for this. My number one is actually Purdue. Oh. Um, cause my, my dad went to Purdue. So he, I grew up a Purdue fan and then I went to Illinois in 2013. And if you look at Illinois basketball and football from 2013 to like 2020, we were really, really bad at sports. And I'm like, God, I feel like I go to Illinois. I feel like I should just be way more of an Illinois fan. And it just never naturally came. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fake this. You... So yeah, I root for Purdue number one. And now that Illinois is good this year, I root for Purdue as well. Or I root for Illinois as well. Now that Illinois is good. Um, but yeah, when Purdue and Illinois play, my Illinois friends hate it. But uh, yeah, I root for Purdue over Illinois. One of the craziest things is, um, were you in a frat? At uh, yeah. U of I, so yeah. you were. Yeah. Um. So you guys don't tailgate. You do that block stuff, which is just you like go to a bar with this like sorority to watch the game. Yeah. That to yeah. me yeah. is like, I noticed that you guys don't. Ha- you guys have like school spirit, but you don't have like uh school sports spirit. Like you guys don't really care normally to watch the game. Every time I was there, and I think that's the reason. Like tailgating is one of the greatest things. It's the only thing I really miss from college. Like, college was great and everything, and I do miss it, but the the thing I miss most by far is tailgating. Waking up at 5 a.m., going by Kinnick, like, hanging out in, like, some big field with everyone there just being so pumped. I thought you guys were robbed of that a little bit by the just going to a bar. I thought that was – I felt bad. Yeah. Well, I think – and I think the difference is when I've visited Iowa or Indiana – even though Indiana's not a football school, but they still do the tailgates. It was like an event. Hey, we have a home football game. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to get up at 5, 6 a.m., and we are tailgating hard all Saturday. Mm-hmm. At, Ill- at Illinois, the bars are open at 8 a.m. every Saturday anyway, so you didn't really cherish it as much. So let's say you had a big week of school the next week. People would be like, all right, I'm just going to skip this Saturday. But from when I went to Iowa, it was like, no, 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 nobody skips yeah. the Saturday. Saturday. If there is a tailgate, everybody I live with is getting drunk at six in the morning. And that's what I thought was so fun about Iowa City. But Illinois, you definitely had the option where if you it's like, hey, you know what, I'm I've been feeling kind of sick or I got a big school week. Yeah, I can chill out a little bit, but I I don't know. The I will say the Iowa Saturdays, because I probably visited three or four times, and every time I went, it was just an, an awesome time. Yeah, I, I enjoyed my time at U of I, too. Iowa is just, like, a little different. Um, it, the biggest difference is we're not a big frat school. And, like, it's the exact opposite at U of I. Like, that's kind of weird. Because, like, yeah. the weirdest thing is, like, when I would go there, um, like, my friend would be like, all right, we got to go to Clyde's tonight. And I'd be like, why? And they're like, oh, well, we got a brother bartending there, which means we don't have to, like, pay for drinks. And I was like, yeah, that's cool and all, but I was like, what if you don't want to go there? And they're like, well, why would we go somewhere else? And then we have to pay. And I was like, yeah, but like now you're just handcuffed to one bar just because your buddy is bartending and you can get a couple of free drinks. And I was like, eh. That, that, that's a good point. But I, it doesn't set up Illinois students well for graduating and moving to Chicago mm-hmm. because you're used to like, all right, if I – I remember there were people who would complain like, dude, I, I – I spent 25 bucks last night at Red Lion 
And now, if I go out, if I went out anywhere in the city of Chicago and only spent twenty five bucks on a night, I and, and I tried to complain to my friends, they would both call me like, "What the hell are you complaining yeah. about?" You know, you got lucky. So at least. Yeah, at least Iowa, they at least not I mean not that it's a good thing when you're in college, but they at least prepare you that hey, drinks aren't always free, a dollar, two dollars at the max. Yeah. They were they are really cheap, which is awesome, but I like that we could just go anywhere we wanted. Like every bar had a dollar you call it or a specialty that night. So it was it was very easy. I remember right. the first time I came back after that I wanted to buy everyone that I was with a drink. I bought thirteen double whiskey cokes for everyone. It cost me $31. 13 oh. double whiskey cokes, $31 <laughs> is like the greatest thing. And like, um, I didn't have too many friends that were younger than me, um, but we all go back for this like golf thing that they do. And everyone was like, dude, that must have cost you like so much money. It's like, nah, we're, we're not in Chicago anymore. Like, th- this is nothing. This is awesome. <laughs> Uh, I think my tw- my twenty year old self or nineteen year old self would be complaining like God, he charged me over two bucks for these whiskey cokes because that's just how spoiled we were mm-hmm. when it came to cheap drinks at Illinois. Oh yeah, and you know what was the the big drink? Uh, at, what was it? What was the, the blue camps, guys the blue at? Guys. Yeah, blue guys at camps. I'll tell you a little story about that. So I went with my buddy Dan Dan Mirabelli. Uh, he's a listener. Shout out Dan. Um, so he like had a friend bartending there. So we were all drinking for free and I was like, Oh man, like I feel bad. I was like, I'm, I'm staying with them and stuff. I was like, I'm going to go up there and get, you know, four blue guys for me and a couple of friends and Dan. So I walk up there, order four blue guys and the girl's like, that's $28. And I just, I kid you not. I just like slowly kind of like moonwalked into the crowd. <laughs> and then I walked up to Dan and I was like, Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I was trying to do something really nice. I was going to buy you, Carl, and everyone a drink. Um, it's $28. That's kind of ridiculous. Can you just go up there and get him for free? He's like, yeah. So he walked up there. The drinks were already on the thing. And the girl was like, oh, what's up, Dan? Here, you can just have these. And so he got them for free. And so I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I tried doing something nice. I was like, I showed my work. I was like, I, I, I really wanted to surprise you. And I was like, yeah, but $28 in college was nuts. I know. Yeah, Cam's was, I think, the most absurd bar in terms of if you knew someone, you were drinking for free, basically. If you didn't know someone, you were paying like $5 for small little, sort of really small little drinks. Yeah, that's insane. Um, All right, so let's head over to Taboo Tuesday. Um, This is just where I'm going to ask you questions that the internet normally argue about, and I want to hear your take on them. Sounds good. Um, So the first one is pineapple on pizza. No. Ooh. That was an avid yeah. no. Any well, reason? Uh, well, or go on. Um, I think you might be breaking up a little bit. Uh, no, just any reason? Yeah, I got it one time, and I regretted it. <laughs> I and, the, and I love pineapple. I uh, I had an expression once where one of my buddies says, I love pineapple, and I said, you know who sucks? People who don't like pineapple. Mm-hmm. So I figured I had to like put my money where my mouth is and order a pineapple pizza and uh, just did not enjoy it. So wait, take what's your take on pineapple pizza? So I've had it a couple of times. I think it's fine. I think it's better on like tavern style when it's really crispy. When it's doughy pizza, like a Papa John's or something, I think it's not really good. I'm fine with it. I personally don't order it, but if someone ordered, I'd probably have a slice. Okay, I don't want to say I hate it, but if I'm gonna, if if there was like sauce, if there was pepperoni or pineapple, and I hate pepperoni, I would probably take the pineapple. So I don't hate it, but 
I'm just never going to be my first choice. Never be like, oh, let's get a pineapple pizza when we're at a Super Bowl party. Everyone's going to give me a look like, what, what the hell are you doing, man? Yeah, that's insane that you hate pepperoni. I've never heard that. That's the first time I've ever heard anyone say they hate pepperoni. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a sausage guy. I That sounds kind of weird. I've, I like <laughs> sausage pizza. I have since I was a kid. And anytime, it, anytime it's like only pepperoni, I just get a little bummed out. Yeah, my, to, my go-to is sausage pep jardinier. That's my go-to. I'm a sausage mushroom for me. That's kind of no. what I grew up on. That's good too. That sounds very good. Um, all right, so this is just this is not a part of it, but uh, if you're getting pizza in Chicago, what's your number one spot? So where I live now, so I live, but Chino's Pizza. It's on. Uh, it's like it's in Lincoln Park. It's right across the street from Oz Oz Park. If you know where that is. Yeah, I used to live uh, on. Uh, the podcast actually started on uh, Sheffield and Armitage, right behind that Starbucks. Oh. Oh damn! Um, so right where that Starbucks is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, my girlfriend lives like right there. But no, so I live I live about a, a half block from Bacino's. So if I had to pick a Chicago pizza, I'll take the Bacino's, and I'm really cheap. So if I can get like a not have to pay delivery, and I can just walk there on my own, I'll always go with that. Nah, that's fair enough. I've never had that pizza. What kind is it? Is it tavern style or thick? So they have a really they have stuffed crust thick pizza. Ooh. So. In, yeah, so it it highly highly recommend. I think they deliver too. Or if you're ever in Lincoln Park, give it a try. Yeah, dude, I loved living in Lincoln Park. I'm very jealous. Uh, that was my favorite area to live in. I live in uh, Boys Town now. I still I do like it, but uh, it's just a little different. But I am older now. When I was when I was like 21 and or like 22 and stuff, living in Lincoln Park was unreal. Um, I right, now we'll get back on topic. I was just. Uh, uh, what do you think about ketchup on a hot dog? Yes, all in. Okay, that's good. That's all I. That's all I put on the hot dog, and I get roasted for it. See, I don't put ketchup on my hot dog, but I don't care about anyone doing it. It's because it's a condiment. I like when people are like, "No, I'm a strict Chicago dog." Like, I right, but that's five condiments. Like, so if someone doesn't like mustard and so they put a ketchup on, I think that's fine. Yeah, dude, I I love the way you put that because. If I if I put ketchup on my hot dog and it drives you crazy, that's a you problem. And the fact that me <laughs> putting ketchup on my hot dog drives is a problem for you. I, I think you got some bigger issues there. You know. What I yeah. Mean? All right, we got the last one before the rank. Farting at the urinal. Oh yeah. You're for it. Yes, I think I think I've gone to pee because I had to fart, barely even peeing anything, just because I had to fart while I was at the urinal. Wow, I hate it. I get, I oh my god, I can't stand it. Go in the stall, go in the stall. If you if you have those walls around you, you can do anything you want. But if you're next to me at a, at a at a urinal, I will let it slide. Like if it's like eighth inning in a Cubs game, I'll be like, all right, this guy literally cannot help it. I can see this guy not being able to walk. But it's like, if it's broad daylight, I'm at a restaurant, you're tooting at the urinal, get out of here. They have some manners. So every time you need to fart, when you go into a public bathroom, you go into the stall. It's like, do you wait in line for the stall? If there's a line for the stall and no line for the urinal, you'll wait in line to go to the stall to fart. Well, here's the thing, is no one, if no one's at the urinal, yeah, I'll go to the urinal and I'll toot. But if people are peeing, I'm going to go in the stall. I'm going to wait. 
wow, that that's pretty wild to me. I guess, I guess, all right, if the bathroom's totally wide open, I guess go into the stall. But no, when you're in the bathroom, there's already probably a smell of shit in there anyway. You think it's a huge deal to fart at the urinal? It's, it's a courtesy thing. It's like we know where we're in and let's not make it any grosser than we need to be. That it's like the you're 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 trying to lie to yourself. You're like, oh, I'm not in a public bathroom. But if if someone's tooting like a barn animal, you're like, oh, I'm definitely in it. Like I'm definitely in the shit right now. Okay, I got a take for you. When you went to Illinois, or when did you start? When did you start with this take that I will only fart in the stall unless it would be ridiculous to f- wait for the stall? Probably not until after college. Okay, I was going to say, if you were that guy in college who's like at the Red Lion in Illinois when there's just drinks all over the floor and you're in the most disgusting bathroom ever, anybody should be able to fart anywhere in yeah, that bathroom. Yeah, the octagon of uh, urinals. Yeah, they called it the Coctagon. Yeah, it was a great name. It was very low-hanging fruit. Um, all right, let's head over to our rank. So the rank that we're doing this week is going to be our top comedians. Um, so... As you are the guest, I normally give them an option. Do you want me to go first, or would you like to go first? Um, how, how many rankings it's are we top, doing here? Top four comedians. Okay, so not, not Mount Rushmore, just top four. Um, feel free, you you go first. I got a list of twelve here, so. Okay. Yeah, I I I realized right before we started this that I didn't specify that. Um, my number four is gonna be uh, John Mulaney. I think John Mulaney is hilarious. I love him. I've seen him live. Dan actually got me tickets for my birthday one year. He was, I mean, he just, he has me in stitches. I love it. Uh, number three, I am going to go with um, Bill Burr. I think Bill Burr is one of the funniest son of guns ever. Um, he says a lot of things that you're like, I can't believe he just said that, but you're like, but it's hilarious. Uh, number right. two is going to be uh, Dave Chappelle. I think Dave Chappelle, everything that he's done has been gold. He was on my list. Yeah, and then number one, Sebastian Maniscalco. Um, he's a Chicago guy. All he does is like growing up in an Italian family jokes. I'm 100% Italian, so it's like every joke that he said I feel like I resonate with, so I really like that. He's hilarious. If you haven't seen him, anyone listening or you, go check him out. Good time. Let me write him on Sebastian. What's his last name? Sebastian Maniscalco. Okay, I think I've heard of it, but... Maniscalco? Maniscalco, yeah. It's just like okay. the the stuff that he jokes about, it's like because of my upbringing, it's like, yeah, I know exactly what that happened. And he was from Arlington Heights, so it's like like he'll talk about stuff and you'll be like, oh, I know what he's talking about. Well, that's pretty cool then. Yeah. All right, let's hear yours. You can give All more right. than four. Since I didn't, I didn't give you, you can do as many as you want. Okay, so I'll tell you what. I had Chappelle on my list, but I'm not going to say him just because uh, you already said him. But uh, let's just start off. I think uh, my number one, this gets a lot of controversy maybe nowadays, but Louis C.K., I still watch his old stand-ups. And I, I know, I know man, he maybe did some weird things or whatever, but anytime I watch his stand-up, it's hilarious. His new one on his website is so funny, and he talks about what got him in trouble. Um, I'm going to go, I'll just go one to whatever, instead of going from the bottom of the top. Number two, I'm going to go Larry David, just because I love his sense of humor, especially in Curb, the way he just calls mm-hmm. people out, just the way he thinks. Cause sadly, I think I think a little bit too much like him cause, and you say the wrong thing when somebody's 
when somebody does something that you're like, do they really just do that? Like, I know what they're doing right now instead of just doing the socially normal thing and just ignoring it. Um, number three, this is going to come, this will be a little out there, but I'm going to go with Jimmy Tatro. I know he's kind of just started as a YouTuber, small-time actor, but I love his douchey sense of humor. I think I think when people just act like douches um, as actors, it's like the funniest thing in the world mm. to me. Um, number four, I'll go with I'm going to go Zach Galifianakis. He's kind of I feel like he's kind of aged a little bit in terms of he was like peak popularity around the Hangover and then Due Date, and then he had a you know a couple other between two ferns, but I'll throw him out there. And then should I, you want me to just keep going even if it's more than five more than four? Yeah, do what do you want. All right, number five, Barstool Big Cat. I I listen to him on the Yak. Pardon my take. He's just always hilarious. Will Ferrell, big part of the childhood. I'll throw him there. Chris Rock, his recent stand up and some of his old ones are great. Uh, Steve Carell, you know, amazing on The Office. Caleb Presley from Barstool. I love his Sunday conversations and his videos at colleges talking about you know, just college dilemmas. And then I'll go with Michael Shea from SNL. I think his stand-up is great. Um, sometimes I, I don't I don't always enjoy him as much as an actor on SNL, but his stand-up that he did, I think it's called like Shea Matters or something like that. And I thought that was awesome. Yeah, man, that that is a very good list. I agree with uh, every single person on that list, which is very rare. I'm a little bit of a rank snob on this podcast. I normally call people out, but I, I really enjoyed that. Um all right, so I hope you enjoyed your time on Beer League. I hope to have you on again. Definitely next time when it's not a blizzard out, we'd love to have you in studio. Um, really go check out Jack's podcast. Uh, lots of laughs, lots of high fives, lots of smiles. Did I get that in the right order? Um, a lot of laughs, a lot of high fives, a lot of smiles. Boom, I got it. And, Let's go. Yeah, and the uh, and the new one, though, the Big Sweaty Podcast, it's, it's, on, it's only on Spotify so far. We're still waiting for the approval to get an Apple podcast. But, um, yeah, that, that a new one will be releasing tomorrow if you have Spotify. All right, perfect. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, anyone listening, you know where to find us, Beer League Official, all one word. Um, I believe all of Jack's social is just the podcast name. Uh, and then the website is, is it BigSweaty.com or what is it? Uh, BigSweatyIdeas.com. BigSweatyIdeas.com. Really go check them out. Thank you very much for coming on, Jack, and we will see you guys next week. Be safe. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Hopefully we can do this in person in a few months. Yeah, sounds good. All right, talk, talk to you later. All right, what'd you think? Dude, this was a blast. Um,